America. My name is I'm Yosef Frimpong. I come to you live every Friday. Today I'm coming to you Thursday mid-morning. Um, I'm going to start doing Thursday shows because starting next semester I, I have commitments on Friday afternoons. But today we're going to talk about vaccinations. And the vaccination debate is very boring for a lot of reasons, but I'm going to tell you why it's actually interesting in, in one one reason. I was, uh, I'm pro-vaccination. I think everyone should get vaccinated. I am vaccinated. I also think everyone should have secure access to a good job where they have some sort of say in their working conditions and make more than a disposable amount of money. I mean, more than a living wage, but they actually have disposable amount of money that they can invest in and, and, uh, put towards more meaningful ventures with weekends and all that. I'm for both of those things. Um, I just don't necessarily think that people uh, who don't have the second thing should be shamed into getting the first thing. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is the, I was, I was unfortunate. Uh, I was in the unfortunate position of listening to NPR yesterday and they just kept going on about the unvaccinated and what can we do about the unvaccinated and the unvaccinated this and the unvaccinated that. And I'm just thinking, well, people are unvaccinated for different reasons. I mean, the only overlap between like the white conservative unvaccinated crowd and like the black unvaccinated crowd and like the black poor unvaccinated crowd and like, and, the, and the, the only overlap may be that they don't really trust the risk assessments about what they should do with their lives to like white liberal women who are the mainstay of NPR's office uh, uh, audience. So that might be the overlap because that is the most coddled demographic in the United States. And so like we don't take them seriously about risk assessments, which is fine because we don't make them into serious people about risk assessments and responsibility. So the idea that um, that is the, that might be the only overlap, but for the most part, when I listen to NPR talk about the importance of vaccination and how crucial it is for people to be vaccinated, I just think that this is an issue where if your life was at all dicey before the COVID pandemic, um, these people didn't care about you. Your vaccination only matters because now you being unvaccinated mattered, um, uh, like affects their life in some way. You were irrelevant if you didn't have a job or drinking leaded water, if you needed reparations like every like all black people do in these United States. You were irrelevant to their political concern prior to the uh the pandemic. Now you only matter because you can get them sick or you clean or work some degraded condition or your kid might go to an adjacent school next to where their kid go to goes to or you can't and they don't want like some germ that your kid has going on to their kid. Like you're only relevant as a vector of their inconvenience and possibly illness. When we were just disposable but couldn't make them sick, they didn't care. Now that we're disposable but can make them sick, they, uh, they want us to, uh, to get vaccinated. And I think that's a problem because black people have 99 problems and COVID is only but one of them. But they want COVID to jump the queue. And these are all politically preventable problems. The thing is, all right, so we have huge problems in the United States within the Democratic Party, largely because of the crappy politics of white liberals. Um, 
We have huge problems in the United States and we're confused about them within the Democratic Party, largely because of the crappy politics and political sensibilities of white liberals and their feelings. Right? The preventable problems. If, like, if they got with the program. Now, those problems didn't matter. We're supposed to ignore all of the problems that are at their, like, discretion and change our political behavior, our behavior in general, to accommodate them for their comfort. Right? We can talk about how, like, you know, everybody's better if our schools are well-funded and diverse. They don't care. <laughs> we could talk about how like everybody succeeds if like everyone has a, like everyone's more safe if everyone has a good job and secure um, uh, benefits and time off and good working conditions. They'll be like, yeah, 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 but we don't care. We're fine. And now they're telling we have. A, they'll say like, yeah, we'll say like, you know, everyone would be better off if black people got reparations because like. And entire, like there'd be uh, uh, less stress in America around racial justice. And to that, they say like, yeah, but like, well, that's not really, that doesn't really rate for us. We're worried about other things. Now they're telling black communities, well, you know, everyone would do better if everyone got vaccinated and took COVID seriously. And we're like, yeah, but maybe we don't care about that. I mean, it is a problem, but like, we don't want to prioritize it the way uh, you want us to prioritize it. They're like, how dare you not prioritize our issues? These are shared issues. And I was like, yeah, but like, when black people have shared issues that uh, disproportionately um, improve the quality of black life, you guys don't care. So now we have a shared issue that would disproportionately um, uh, affect you because it's the only thing that's wrong with your life. So we have 99 problems. You have four and just because COVID's on both lists doesn't mean we prior we should prioritize it the same, right? So you got a lot of NPR liberals who really thought who really don't really care about black people until those black people can get white people sick, right? They don't really con consider the political solutions uh, for black people until those political solutions actually secure white life. Then you know there's a uh, people are talking about critical race theory in the United States now, and one of the tenets that Derek Bell put up, uh, put forth, especially in racial realism, is that, uh, you know, things only matter in the United States when they affect white people, when they affect white interests, right? So black political behavior and our access to, like, resources only matters when it actually affects white liberals, or, or white people in general, and liberals now in particular, right? So... Um, now that it affects white people, black people have access to vaccines and like our public health matters and like the disproportionate influence of this disease matters. But that's only because it affects, um, and that only affects, that's only because it affects white people. Like, it, this isn't about us. Us getting the vaccine isn't necessarily about us. Sure, I think you all should get the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. I think everyone should get vaccinated. What I don't think is that the white people telling you to get vaccinated are doing it because they care about your health. And the people who understand that the um, white people who are telling you to get vaccinated don't care about your health are right. They don't. They would also be, they would also be um, trying to... Um, 
Yeah, they would also be trying to secure your job. They would also be trying to secure you reparations. They actually cared about your health, or dignity, or power. They don't care about any of that. They care about this because this affects them. They care about vaccines because vaccines affect, they care about masks. It's because they think masks affect them, not because they're good for you. And that is a problem. That is a problem with our politics. So um, we're pretty much, there's like, we're pretty much, um, yeah, like our lives are disposable to them and our rights are irrelevant to them until they affect them. So honestly, what we could do if we had the institutional capacity of communications infrastructure is organized a vaccine strike. Just say like, all right, I'll get vaccines. I'm going to need you Democrats to start talking about, um, you know, reparations. I'm going to need you to start talking about a federal job guarantee at $25 an hour. I'm going for 25 now. It's not election season. We can just talk about what we need. Every black person needs to be guaranteed a good job unionized for $25 an hour just for showing up and working. And, you know, doing something productive. We can. You work, you get paid. That's it. Like, that would do more for black health than everyone getting the vaccine. Uh, probably do more for just black life in general. Right? So I think both of those should be secured by our government. The private sector doesn't secure it themselves, which the private sector never secures stigmatized communities, fair wages, and working conditions. Um, then, like, it's, the government should step in and do it. And we should think the same with the vaccine. If the private market's not uh, providing the vaccine uh, at, at, a, at a fair price and distributing it fairly, then the government should step in and do it, which, which the government is doing with the vaccine. It shouldn't be harder to get a vaccine than it is to get a good job. I guess that's the tech. It shouldn't be, or it shouldn't be easier to get the vaccine than it is to get a good job. And as long as it is easier to get the vaccine... Um, than it is to get a good job, then we have a pro we have a deep problem with the vaccine um, uh, people shaming the people who are worried about getting a good job more than they are worried about the vaccine, right? Because if your life was degraded before COVID, getting the vaccine isn't going to improve your life. Um, and if your life was degraded because of other people's crappy politics, getting the vaccine isn't going to improve their crappy politics. And if they're mad at you because you won't get the vaccine, I mean, that sounds like a them problem, right? So um, do get your vaccine. Do, get a, do fight for secure access to a good job. Do not expect white liberals who listen to NPR to have the same interests as you do. They're, they want you to get the vaccine for them. They'll tell you it's about you, um, but it's really about them. It's really about them and their comfort. Because if it were about you, they would ask you, like, what are the five things you are worried about? And I suspect if you go to the hood and ask random black people the top five things that they're worried about in their life, COVID might rate in the top five, maybe like four or five. Um, and that's a problem. And, like, and, and, and that's just like, but they have other things. And until white liberals start tell, tell, talking about the other things, 
and taking that as a, as a problem for justice, then um, I, I think the discourse is hollow. I think the discourse is hollow. We don't have a functioning democracy. We don't have a functioning democracy. We have a government where national priorities are whatever uh, you know, white people think uh, is bothering them at that moment. And when that intersects with what's bothering black people, that's good. When it doesn't intersect with what's bothering black people, black people need to hush. Uh, yeah, Delthea Simmons says, strive for 25. That is a great, I like strive for 25. I like strive for 25. Thrive at 25. Yeah, why not, why not forget the living wage? Forget living wage at $15 an hour. We need to thrive at 25. Thriving wage. Black people deserve to thrive. No black people in these United States, no black person in these United States should be working less than for less than $25 an hour as a matter of right and dignity. Um, and let's be honest, if you give black people $25 an hour for all of their jobs and secure them jobs, it won't lead to inflation because we'll actually get productive. Like, like we'll actually be producing um, in ways that uh, uh, would be astounding. Astounding. And you guys could all give to, you could all kick down to uh, www.funkyacademic.com because um, uh, depending on who you talk to, talking like this makes me downright unemployable. However, um, I think it's important for the people to get these qual this quality of argument. So if you support what I'm doing, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com, kick in $5.15 or $50 a month, and I'll continue doing what I'm doing. I'm going to start doing it on Thursdays instead of Fridays. But... Um, I, I, th I think these arguments are important. I think, I think we should stop shaming black people who are not getting vaccinated. Um, and I think the people who are shaming black people who are not getting vaccinated, who were prior to the plague, prior to COVID, completely indifferent to the, just the fact of, of, of black suffering and weren't out there for like reparations. If you're not out there to get black people paid, then, um, and you're... <laughs> um, and you only now matter, and, it, and if it only matters when we're not vaccinated, then, like, you are never an ally. Like, like you just want your problems to take over our problems. It's a kind of hegemony. It's a colonialism. You want to colonize our political concern. That's it. The vaccination crowd wants to colonize our political concern. They want to rearrange our political priorities to fit their political priorities, um, which is a matter of justice. I'm not saying that Black people shouldn't get vaccinated. I'm just not, I just don't think that it's appropriate for, for white liberals to colonize like our political priorities um, and pretend to black people that like somehow our biggest problem is vaccination. COVID is not our biggest problem. COVID is not our biggest problem. If I had to choose between uh, two more years of COVID versus reparation, it wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't even be a choice. Like, yeah, I'll just take two more years of COVID and for, for reparations, like, like sold. <laughs> um, like that's like, so like COVID isn't our problem. Um, not in the way that it actually addresses the state of black America. Right. So if you're not talking about our problems are politically solvable, politically preventable problems. If you're not talking about that, but you're still talking about COVID or you're still talking about vaccinations, then you're not actually thinking about us. You're thinking about us. You're thinking about yourself through us. All right. Thank you for your time. And I will talk to you tomorrow about something completely different.